Hello, my name is Caleb. I'm a member of Lewis County REC. The best thing about REC is they give me power. Welcome to the Power for Your Life podcast, where we focus on energy efficiency, the value of electric cooperative membership, and safety around electricity. I'm Daryl Lindsay, your host. Today we have a special topic that is the second of four special episodes on what it takes to have a balanced power generation mix. These special episodes are released around the middle of the next few months. My guest today is Ken Wilmot. Senior Vice President and Chief Operations Officer for Associated Electric Cooperative in Springfield, Missouri. Associated Electric Cooperative generates wholesale electricity to six regional and 51 local electric cooperative systems in Missouri, southeast Iowa, and northeast Oklahoma that serve more than 910,000 members. Ken, thanks for joining me today. For most things in life, balance is healthy. The same is true for the power generation mix that delivers electricity to homes, farms, and businesses. At Associated Electric Cooperative, balance is a key part of reliability. If you would, talk about the reliability of Associated's generating assets. All right, Daryl. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here with you today. And yes, when we think about balance and reliability, we have a very balanced portfolio. We're made up of about 50% uh, coal and about 50% natural gas. And that gas is in further broke down between combined cycle technologies as well as simple cycle technologies. We also have wind and also hydroelectricity within our portfolio. And so when we think about reliability, one of the important keys is is to have that diversity of fuel mix such that if you would happen to have a particular plant that would go down for a forced outage or be taken down for a planned outage, you then have enough capacity and resources then to meet the demands of our member owners. We balance this diverse portfolio every single day. We take a look at our dispatch price. From that dispatch price, we're able to determine what load is going to serve members what energy we would have available then to sell into the market. So that's just one aspect of reliability. Another aspect of reliability is how we maintain these assets. We spend a lot of time evaluating what our risks are within a generation portfolio and how can we mitigate those risks. One of the ways in which we do that is through our Reliability Centered Maintenance Program. And this is a program that really looks at all aspects of your equipment and then utilizes technologies and methods to reduce the probability for those assets to break. Some of those ways are looking at the thermography signature of the asset, looking at oil analysis, looking at vibration, and really some of our newest technology that we're just on the the cusp of, of releasing is looking at acoustical monitoring looking at that uh, acoustical signature and looking for changes in that that would indicate that there may be a problem with that piece of equipment. From all of that information then, we create maintenance plans. From that maintenance plan in, we put it into our planned outage schedule, and the next time that that asset goes out of service, we then address those concerns. 
So what this really sounds like is a, a, a little bit of, of art combined with a lot of science in order to make sure we've got the reliable assets that we really can help to provide power to our members. That's, that's very true. And, and one of the ways that uh, we get better at this each and every year is that we're a member of the EPRI Association, the Electric Power Research Institute. We're a member of their generation uh, portfolio group, of which they provide a lot of different technologies and research on these new technologies that will allow us to become better. And so that really is the science that we try to incorporate into our business to do exactly that, keep our costs down as well as keep these assets very reliable. These large generating units require a large number of employees that have a lot of different skills. If you would, explain the many job functions and the importance of keeping employees safe on the job. In power production at our plants, we have about 430 employees. Uh, there's really five different categories of, uh, of our employees at the plants. We've got those folks that are actually operating the units, not only in the control room, but also out on the floor. We might have mechanics that uh, do all the maintenance on the assets. We have uh, electricians and also instrument and control technicians. Uh, key to our coal plants is having a number of folks out in the coal yard. And then obviously you have to have the leadership that uh, supports all of those individuals. Uh, not only at the plants do we have people, but we also have a support structure located here in Springfield that includes our engineering, uh, environmental health and safety, as well as we've got uh, human resources and the accounting function as well. And so those are really the people that, uh, that operate these assets. And so in order to keep them safe, we've got a lot of different programs in place, uh, all aspects of our business, quite frankly, in an effort to reduce safety risk from our business that does allow our employees to be safe. And probably one of the key aspects to that is supervisor engagement. You know, the leadership has to be out there, has to be visible, and has to clearly and consistently communicate our safety principles. And so we do job safety task analysis, we do pre-job briefing, and all of that is encompassed within a comprehensive training program so that we can give our employees the right skills, the right background that will allow them to continue to work safely. And safety is, uh, is so important when you're working around all these large pieces of equipment. And, and you know it does really take a village to keep the lights on. Uh, let's take a short break and when we come back, Ken will talk more about Associated's diverse power supply, including wind and hydropower, when we return. The common sounds of rural life should be comforting to those who farm the land. But the sound of sirens racing to an accident involving electricity is far too common on our family farms. When equipment comes in contact with power lines, bad things happen. Plan your path to clear lines by at least 10 feet. Always lower your grain auger before moving. Any contact has the potential to kill. Remember, stay current on safety. Discover the value of your co-op membership. Visit membersfirst.coop today. Look up and live. When using tall ladders, don't overlook safety. Dozens of people are killed by electrocution each year when ladders make contact with overhead power lines. Take note of electrical lines before you tackle that DIY project. Keep ladders and other tall equipment at least 10 feet away from power lines. Working to keep you safe. 
discover the value of your co-op membership. Visit membersfirst.coop today. Energy saving tip number 85. Make sure outside soffit vents are not blocked. Back with more of the Power for Your Life podcast. Today's guest is Ken Wilmot with Associated Electric Cooperative. And before the break, Ken was sharing about the many different roles and responsibilities at power generating stations. There's also a diverse power supply mix, including wind and hydropower. And when it comes to these resources, they are not always available when the electricity is needed. Ken, why is that? Well, it really goes back to the intermittency, and there truly is a difference between wind and hydroelectric. As we know, wind doesn't always blow. Uh, We have a contract with the federal government for hydroelectricity, uh, of which that is a more stable resource for us. But even it has intermittency issues because, as we all know, you can have years of drought, of which the water is just not there in which to produce that power. But as I think about our portfolio, it's not just the wind and the hydro, but it is coal and also natural gas that uh, is absolutely key. Because as I said previously, if, if we have an outage at one of our plants or if there's an issue with fuel supply, we have the ability then to switch those fuel sources and generation mix in order to meet the needs of, the, of our, our member owners. And as we think about the perspective on wind, we've all seen days in which it's very, very windy in the morning and by 7 or 8 o'clock later that morning, the wind has died down. Well, the customer demand at that particular time is continuing to grow, and so that's the value of balance in that we can go ahead and increase the generation coming out of one of our natural gas plants or one of our coal plants, whichever is most economical at that particular point in time, in order to meet the needs of our members. And again, it's, it's that key word is uh, balance. Balance in, in everything we do. I think our listeners can really understand why reliability is so important when it comes to the balanced generation mix. Ken Wilmot from Associated Electric Cooperative, thanks for sharing insights on what it takes to provide reliable electricity. Coming up next month, we'll take a deeper dive into how Associated Electric manages costs in order to provide electricity as one of the lowest cost wholesale power providers in the country. Daryl, I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Power for Your Life podcast. To learn more about this topic and other safety, efficiency, and energy technology information, contact your local electric cooperative or visit us on the web at membersfirst.coop. You can also follow us on social media at facebook.com slash membersfirstcooperatives, pinterest.com slash membersfirst, or instagram.com slash membersfirst. If you have a question or topic you would like us to consider for an upcoming episode, email us at membersfirst at aeci.org.